Hey guys, it is Janae back. This is, I'm using my correct account this time. I know everybody was wondering where my other podcast was with Tom. I hope you guys all got to listen to it. Thanks so much for all the positive, awesome feedback. We really enjoyed doing that. But today I have here with me, Amy Dieter. Hello guys. Back again for our second podcast. Um, Just so you guys know, I messaged Amy about four in the morning a couple days ago and I said, hey, let's do a podcast because that's how my thoughts come to me. And she said, yes, on board Saturday night. So here we are on a Saturday evening at about 8 p.m. We're in our comfy clothes, so hopefully you guys are too while you're listening. But today we really just wanted to talk about um, how to retain people in life and in business. And we have about 20 million different topics of how to go about this podcast, but we might get to about six or seven of them. We'll see. But Amy and I were just talking and going over a lot of different notes first. And Amy had some really good points. And I'm like, wow, you should talk first because that's going to really be able to tie in the rest of our podcast perfectly. So Amy, I'm going to let you go first today. (laughs) No pressure, guys. Oh my goodness. Well, here's what we were discussing, and and I think it's fun because when you're thinking about how to retain great people, I mean, everybody wants to say you've you've lived a life, whether it's business, friendships, career, relationships, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. You want to be around people that support you and care about you and believe in you and that are uplifting to you. And so we, as we're thinking of man, what what keeps good people? I think the first thing that comes to my mind is what drives great people away. Uh, what would drive me away? And so we kind of broke it into three categories. If you guys like this, um, I mean, you, you don't have to write anything down, but if you find yourself kind of in one of these three categories or you can recognize one that's made a difference in your life, that is really cool. Um, the first one, just kind of as we were thinking about great people, if they're surrounded by people that are the opposite of all the words I used earlier, they're negative, they're abusive, they're not supportive, um, the first option you have is try to change them. Especially if you're the one in the group and and you know that, man, these people don't believe the same way as me. You can try to pull and tug and convince them why your way is best. I haven't seen that work uh, in a lot of my life situations. Um, So usually the second option comes up, which is they try to change you and you give in. You just become like them and maybe sacrifice what you find to be the right way or the best way um, for maybe kind of an easier way or a lazy way even or just a way that you don't agree with because it's simple and it's going to cause you less strife. The third thing that can kind of happen in those same situations where you feel like you're on the outside and you don't want to change people and you don't want to change yourself is you go find a better crowd. You go to another area of life or another circle or another college or another relationship that is just a better fit. And so I think I've seen myself through my career and also just in my life probably be a be in each one of those situations or watch other people in those situations. But we thought that was kind of a fun place to start. So, Well, and Amy, I'll take it just first of all, and you said it first too. So when you dispose of those people, of the negative people who are, you know, maybe bringing you down or not a positive impact on your life, and maybe they're not doing anything with themselves. And you think, wow, I'm a really logical, self-motivated person. And all these people around me aren't. How do you dispose of those people in a good way of just like distancing yourself and maybe they just become less relevant in your life where maybe you only see that person once or twice a year. But the thing is, you all have that same understanding together that, hey, you don't have to sacrifice a ton of your time for this person. 
But if they, if you want to get together once a year to have fun, yeah. that's okay too. Um, we talked a lot about that. Um, but we also wanted to just talk about like your re- self reflect. So we always say, you know, people, you want people to invest in you. So invest in people as though you wanted them to invest in yourself. And when you do those things too, you're going to automatically attract people who want to invest in you if you're investing in them. And you'll learn very quickly what um, angle they're going for. If they're just take, take, take and no give. And you'll learn very quickly that, hey, you can't give everything to that person and you're not getting anything back. And that's in a job. You know, you have that employee who you know you've fed into, you've trained them, you've done all of the things, you've given them so much feedback. And Amy even mentioned this earlier. Have you asked them what they've done with that feedback? And I thought that was a really sharp question that can be used once again, if you're running a business or if you're, you know, helping out a friend, you know, that friend you're always giving, you know, advice to or whatever, do they actually listen to your advice or are you just talking to them on the phone for two hours and then the next day you're having the same exact issue? Yeah. But yeah. Well, and I, I call it realistic expectations and, and that's, it's a simple kind of phrase to just say like, do you know what's expected of you in the relationship that you're in, in the business, you know, partnership that you're in? And, and I think when people understand what do you bring to the table and what do I bring to the table, there's a mutual benefit. Um, People, you know, start to see the value in what you bring. They also start to see the value um, in what they can offer to you. I I think, and maybe this is a funny story, but I remember working with uh, an individual that I, I just felt like I, I always let them be themselves. They, they, I always kind of allowed them to, you know, talk about what they want and do what they wanted. And, and eventually like it started to wear on me and it started to wear on the team around us because it was so much about them. And I think if you ever find your, your life where your, your problems are not really your problems, they're other people's problems, but you're now thinking yeah. about them all the time or you're kind of carrying the weight of those, man, just be fair to yourself and deciding how, how do you find good balance too? Because I think, and maybe it started this year because of social media and I've never had this happen, you know, in my life, I've always really enjoyed getting on Facebook or Instagram. And this past, you know, 12 months has changed my perspective of how I spend my time on social media because there's so many things that affect and influence me negatively. And, yeah. and I have to guard myself against those things because you can waste a day kind of on a topic or on a, on a person thinking about, you know, what is the end result with that, even though it doesn't really actually affect any part of my life. So I, I think Janae, I mean, here's a question for you is, as we were kind of putting together all of our ideas and thoughts, and this is your podcast, but when you started thinking about, man, what does it take to have a a strong friendship and what qualities do you look for in somebody that you're allowing to be close to you and be a friend to you what were some of that you had down well and I even wrote this down you know and I'm reading my notes believe it or not we have notes on this podcast we do be impressed we were prepared for you um but no friendships take work that was my note and if you are so quick you know we talked about yes there are some friendships that you need to dispose of but there's also friendships that I feel like are disposed of so quickly because of maybe there's a disagreement you had a disagreement with a person you're like well we don't see eye to eye and I just can't be that person and 
now I'm done with them and you go find new friends. And then you just constantly do that. You're like a friend hopper or, you know, people do that in relationships too. And, but don't be that person. Like there's a reason you became friends in the first place, figure out what that reason was. Like, why are you friends with that person? Um, I even wrote down if you always think that you're right and you're never willing to view someone else's perspective, um, you essentially are eliminating yourself from having a lot of friends or any friends at that point because everyone's going to have different perspectives and everyone's going to see things differently. And if you never, if you think you should never have disagreements and friendships and you should always think the same, you don't ever have anything to grow from yeah. or base your friendship off of. I mean, Amy, we've had disagreements before. Well, that's why I was, just, I was just thinking of that. Like, I think there's people that follow you and I on social media and they see you and they see me and they know our age difference yeah. and they know, okay, like, wow, married with kids, not married with kids. Yeah. And they, and they, yet they see you and I working, I hope really well together yeah. and seeing, you know, maybe even the, oh my gosh, like I wish I had a partner in life or a partner in business. And and I think that, I mean, not that this would be like, okay, here's how Janae and I do it because <laughs> like, it, it's a lot of ebb and flow. It's a lot of, you know, there are days where, you know, Janae would probably love me to do my job different, or there would be, you know, ways that we could both improve and support yeah. each other more. But I think at the end of the day, when you are close enough with somebody where you know that you can just tell them, Hey, he, here's where I would love to like be honest with you and that honesty yeah. of like, and the open-mindedness because if somebody's just honest all the time, but the person who's hearing it doesn't want to hear it yeah. and doesn't care how the other person feels, it, that becomes a one-ended, a one-sided relationship and can end really harshly. But I think the the secret to great friendship and re- great work relationship is sense of humor. Sense of humor, open-mindedness. Yeah. And what well, you said one more just a second well, ago. On, uh, honesty. Yeah. Yeah. The honesty. Honesty. O- honesty with tactfulness. Like sometimes I've heard people be really honest with people and it's honest to a point of like, I'm going to be intentionally rude through my honesty. <laughs> yeah. And then I think there's honesty where it's like, there's a genuine care about the other yeah. person. So you know that what you're about to say could, could be hurtful. Maybe if they wanted to be hurt by it, they could be. But you word it in a way that lets them know that through the honesty, I truly care about you. And I know you care enough about me that you wouldn't want me to not be honest. Like, yeah. like I think I've had friendships or relationships before where I I can tell where it's like, I don't really, like, I don't want you to be 100% honest with me because I don't know if I can take it. Yeah. And so then you kind of always have to guard. And I yeah. think when you're always, you know, that phrase, walking on eggshells or nervous. Yeah. It's hard to break through to a true friendship or relationship when there's not that level of also that trust. And, you know, you get to that level from having disagreements, from having, you know, arguments and maybe even friend fights or so I call them. But that's the only way you're ever going to get to that point of, hey, we both have an understanding now of how do we each take feedback and in what way do we want to give feedback? Because I think if everybody, and I think you or Tom have said this before, but everybody always says in an interview or a friendship, whatever, their biggest thing is they want to be, what is it? They want to be told what they're doing. No. Yeah. They want to, yeah. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Yeah. yeah, Tell tell me what you do better. I would love feedback, but Mm -hmm. then it's almost like once the feedback comes, 
how do they respond to it is well, really key. Well, and this is my favorite question to ask people when somebody says like, oh, you know what? I had a disagreement with this person the other day. I usually ask this question. Is it what they said that you disagreed with or is it how they said it that you disagreed with? Because yeah. I think 95% of communication errors or mistakes or disagreements or whatever, you know, communication errors happen, not because of the message, but the delivery. And when people can't get through your delivery to hear your message, they just want to hear how you delivered the message. They don't want to hear the message. I mean, it's, it becomes very difficult to communicate with that person. Yeah. I, I think here's what I was going to say too. And I mean, Janae and I would probably answer to this, like how many times in a healthy relationship do you find yourself apologizing? Like true apologies of like, Hey, I'm really sorry. Like I blew that or I made a mistake or, yeah. you know, Hey, sorry, I didn't follow through. And I, I think there's the apology that's genuine. And then have you ever heard of an apology? That's just, you know, it's the, it's sorry. Like, oh I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean it like that, but yeah. Sorry. You felt that way. Sorry. Oh, you. Yeah, sorry. You felt that way. <laughs> sorry. You're so sensitive. <laughs> Which and people who know me know that I'm a pretty blunt, straightforward person. So I've been the person who has had to work on giving the feedback in a more sensitive, caring way because I can come across as she doesn't care. She's mean. And I think Amy is like complete other perspective and you're super caring. And so like for me, I'm like, okay, the, I can learn from you. And you're laughing right now because you think I'm like, wrong, no, I'm no. The, fir- the first, like if the 285 employees who worked for me back between 2007 to 2016 are listening to this, they're disagreeing with you right now. All right. Well, but, I didn't well, know Amy then. So. Well, no, but, but here's what I was going to say experience and sometimes the wrong like when you communicate the wrong way or in a way that you then have to reap a consequence from like you didn't handle something right and then there's somebody doesn't like you because of it or somebody quits because of it or you you kind of start to develop what is wrong with your communication style that's either driving people away I mean going back to how do you retain people in life get better like well you wrote that down I'm literally reading Amy's note and it says the more I've worked on improving myself and making myself more attractive to work for and put people around, the more people have wanted to work for her or us and wanted to be our friends. The better people. Yeah, yeah. the better people yes. are off because we're doing self-improvement yeah. and being more positive. And that's kind of what this whole podcast was about, is about, is yeah. becoming the best version of yourself daily. And when you're doing those things, you're going to attract better people in your life, more positive people, driven people, and people who want to stick around for it because they want to, you know, be on this life journey with you. And I think that's really great too. So, yeah, I think, and I'll share, this is, I mean, Timory in Piqua, some of you guys might know her. She's a manager, uh, works with Buckle. Um, and I send her inspirational things. And I, I hope I do that enough with most of the people I work with where I send them something that's inspirational. And here's what I think you reach a higher level you know, somebody's done that maybe for you. Like they've sent you money or flowers or cards or encouragement or songs or podcasts, whatever. Like at some point, like you reciprocate, like you, you realize that you have something to offer them. It's not just you are the recipient of great information. And so like this week she sent me a really cool um, song that was super uplifting and kind of changed my mood in the middle of a day. And I just also think too, like don't underestimate your power to influence people. Sometimes people think like, well, it's just one person that I'm friends with sometimes in class or that I sit with or that I carpool with or whatever, even as little of an influence that you might think that you have on somebody's life, like 
take advantage of that moment. Like you never know how a kind word or an inspirational thought or whatever it might be, that person might live off that compliment for weeks or months. Yeah. So one that just goes off of too, like people want to feel included. They want to be rewarded. Mm -hmm. And no matter how, like you want to word the reward, but I think you can reward your, your friends, your family. Like you can thank people in genuine ways that, Oh, she's not just saying thank you. Like she's pretty genuine about this without having to spend money. But like you said, just sending a quote or sending a video or, Hey, I'm thinking about you to that friend who maybe you haven't seen in a while. Cause if you all are out there, we all have friends who we haven't seen in a while, who we still hold very dear to our hearts. And I think that's even, you know, people don't forget those things, yeah. but so much more people will also hold on to maybe the negative things about a person. If there has been those times where you've messed up and you've had to apologize, just be thinking of, Hey, like, man, I did mess up that one time. Like, what do you need to do then to not redeem yourself, but just kind of come back from it? Yeah, that's good advice. Well, and if you're a person listening to this and you can't think of something, (laughs) like maybe maybe you need to, you know, have more honest friends or people that, you know, you feel like they can be honest with you. Because, like, I think some people would classify Janae and myself as intimidating. Yeah. Like I, I like and I, and that's completely fair. You know, people who have like really dynamic personalities, like there is a there is a portion of, man, how do you soften your message to be attractive to more people if you're in a leadership role? I think in a friendship role though, man, find your counterpart. Find the person that, you know, it isn't just the follower in the friendship, like they push you and they challenge you and they not just like maybe you're thinking challenge-wise, but man, like Janae and I, you know, whether it's with running or working out or eating good, because that's something we are doing most of the time. We did have pizza tonight. I don't yeah, know if we I did. should tell them that. <laughs> Just so you guys know, we're running a um, yeah. half marathon coming up. So I know. Follow our fitness that. journey. <laughs> no, we're, but. We're officially signed up to do the Grand Rapids half marathon, but I, we might be doing 13-minute miles, but we are going to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So>. We're going <laughs> to figure it out. But but I think that's the other part of friendship and, and just surrounding yourself with people that they understand and aren't critical of you or your goals. Because yeah. when people, like, I think there's, you know, when people hear the word critical, like, I, most of the time, maybe people think of their moms or a teacher or something. <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter. But, but I think of, like, there are people that it's critical and then there's people who critique. Like, people who are like, you know what? You did that really well. If you add this in or if you change this up or if you tr- – like, those are the people to surround yourself with because they're the ones that are wanting you to succeed. Like, they want to see you improve and get better. So, I I have one and, – and maybe this is, you know, kind of funny to think back about now. But even, like, in my career, I remember when somebody would stop working for me, I didn't see them again. Like I didn't yeah. do a get fitted appointment the week, the next week with them. They weren't coming into shop and they weren't recruiting for me. Like that was kind of early first couple, you know, months and years of management. Like when we broke ties, we broke ties. And then I started having, okay, the really good ones. I kept reaching out to them afterwards. Like we developed, then even though we didn't work together, we could still be friends outside of work. And then there became the like I, and I'll Kate, Kate, um, you know, was Riley, but worked in Finley and now is very successful and, um, mother and, and runs a restaurant in Wapak or not. Well, I'm sorry, Bell Fountain. I'm going to say it wrong. Sorry, Kate. 
Um, but even we posted, we're hiring. We, we have a lot of opportunities right now at Buckle. We're so busy. Business yeah. is booming. And um, I posted and Kate, you know, managed and worked for me and worked with a couple other great area leaders in our company, but commented just what, man, Amy's a great person, but also what a great place to work. And so I always just think like, you know, if you're only using an employee for that one time, like what, how much work can you get out of them? How much can they accomplish your goals? And it's not about helping them achieve their goals. They'll be able to tell. Yeah. Like people can tell when you're just like using them to like advance yourself or advance like what you want to see happen. I think when you allow people to like be a part of your journey, but also you get to be a part of their journey and it's equally as important to you that's when you really start finding, man, the people that we work with now in Lima, and a lot of this is because of the culture, you know, Janae and the, and the rest of the leadership team has set up, but it is largely in part to, we genuinely will care about the people that we're working with, yeah. whether or not it becomes a good fit in the end, because we know that not everybody does one job forever. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not lifers like us maybe, but, <laughs> um, but I think, we also can appreciate that where I think early on, it's like, man, when somebody didn't want to do what I thought they should do or how they should do it, it almost felt like a divide when yeah. now you can start to appreciate the differences in other people. Yeah, for so. sure. Well, and even, and that goes once again, right along with your friends too. I mean, if you ever do have that divide or you ever, I think if there's so many friends out there who I'm like, we got in a huge fight we didn't talk for six months. Now we're closer than we've ever been before. And that's just, that's how it works. And you want to keep those people close to you too, because they've seen you at your worst. Mm -hmm. Like they've seen you not be a very nice person too. Yeah. None of us are perfect. We've all definitely (laughs) have grown and um, developed into better people. And I hope that's everyone's goal out there is to be better every single day. Um, Anything else? I know we've already been talking for 21 minutes. I cannot believe I know. that. It's kind of I crazy. looked down at like five minutes and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what have we even said for the first five <laughs> minutes? No, I, I mean, here, here's what I always think is fun. And this can be my like final thought. But like I, I think when you start, and I'll say getting older, I know I hate saying that. But like you start to find like, man, I'm really good friends with my kids. And that might sound kind of weird, but like they'll celebrate their life with me as much as I want to celebrate my life with them or, you know, your family, you know, who, who you marry, like those types of relationships too. like, man, pick, pick people that are rooting for you big time. Like they just, they don't see your flaws. Like, in fact, you're, you're pointing out your flaws and they're like, what are you even talking about? Like they believe in you at that such high level. Um, and you know what? Forgive the people who don't get it. Not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's going to be like, really? You should do this. Like some people are going to think of the half marathon or retail or whatever it might be as like, oh my gosh, why? And that's okay too. Um, But, you know, find those people that are the biggest, loudest cheerleaders for you and then find out how you reciprocate it because this, I mean, life is not always easy. Life, you need people that are going to be in your corner no matter what through challenges and um, so yeah, those are, that would be my yeah. final thought. Well, and I even think to just to play off that a little bit, or if you feel like you're the following friend and what I mean by the following friend is that person who you feel like you're just do, you're going to the places where your leader friend wants to go. You're doing the things that that person wants to do. You're always, you know, taking the time out of your day to go see that person or talk to that person. But then you come to think about it and you're like, man, is that 
that person's not really doing those things for me? Is it just you not, you know, asking or is it you just being the follower? And if you're tired of just being the follower friend, start investing in other people and you'll realize how that's going to grow you too, because you're so used to just being followed or following that you're not getting the both spectrums of a friendship or of a relationship in general. And I was thinking a lot about that as you were talking. I'm like, wow, like I see so many people out there who are just that friend who just goes along with the flow. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I don't want to be that friend. Like I want to be the person who's like, Hey, here's where we're going tonight. Here's what we're doing tonight. And there are people who are never naturally going to be like that. But if you want to be like that, do it, see where it takes you, you know, see how much you grow from it and what you get to get out of it too. Yeah. So good advice. Alrighty guys. Thanks for letting me be on. Yeah. Thanks for joining me. Um, there will be more podcasts coming this way now that I have figured out my password. So thanks (laughs) for the patience guys. Um, super happy to be able to record this podcast. If you guys have feedback for us or you have some sort of thought or something, they're like, Oh man, there should be a podcast about this. Let us know. Like we always want feedback and we're open to new ideas and new different things. So thanks so much and have a great rest of your night guys. Bye guys.